Hey. What's going on? Welcome to Burn Offerings. Yeah, it's happening again, man. Try to leave it. I just can't, man. It's, uh... <sighs> yeah, it's at the pool party. You're here with me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking greedy, man. So what's going on, everybody? Jared had this uh, notion that we should do an episode, and we totally did not warn anybody it was going to happen. Yeah, this is a uh, this is one of this is like the first revisit episode we're doing because when we first started, we realized that we touched on like three to five movies in a fucking episode for like at like three minutes a piece. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> we're gonna slowly every once in a while to go back and. Just pick one of those movies out and do an actual episode on it. Yeah, give it a proper, uh, give it a proper airspace. Yeah, it's and it's mainly going to be when we are lazy and don't feel like picking another movie. <laughs> Which, uh, weirdly enough, recently, I think I think you have definitely been watching more movies than you normally do. I think right or kind of a mixed bag. I know I am. Yeah. I mean, I always watch movies, but I've really been, like, watching movies. There was a drought there in the past year where I just got tired of watching the same shit. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. And, just, you know, but, like, lately I've been just really fucking revisiting some movies and shit. But, so I don't think that actually the choice to do this was out of laziness. In the future, when we decide to revisit those films, I think that might be out of laziness. This is actually giving a nod to a movie that is fucking phenomenal and needs its own episode and needs to be focused on. Yeah, we are revisiting City of the Living Dead. I've always called it Gates of Hell. I've always called it City of the Living Dead. You're not the only one, dude. I actually had uh, a couple people when I referred to this movie as the gates of hell they're like is that the american title the city of the living dead i'm like yes <laughs> the first time i seen this movie it was uh i rented it at mammoth video mm-hmm. uh by top shelf liquor on the corner of uh inkster and what the fuck eureka yep and it was the gates of hell and i just at that time was renting anything that had warning labels on it and I never knew that this movie was called City of the Living Dead till way fucking later when I seen the DVD and didn't realize it was the same movie. So I've always referred to it as The Gates of Hell. Yeah, the American title was almost was initially supposed to be Twilight of the Dead for this one. Really? And they got a pretty quick cease and desist because uh, the title plus the art cover art was fairly similar to Dawn, Day, Night. Oh, yeah. So that's when they switched it up and just got calling it Gates of Hell. Well, both titles are cool. Shit got pulled. Like there was already like promo posters and stuff out, and all that got pulled. Almost like Fulci was, because uh, there's the whole Zombie Two, Dawn of the Dead thing that kind of Fulci's like, you know what? I'm gonna squeeze in on that, and they're like, we can't have a third. <laughs> we can't have another, you know. But. uh well, no, I guess, yeah, I know what you're saying on that, and the Romero thing. and But I think it sounds cooler, City of the Living Dead or Gates of Hell. Yeah. <clears throat> I always liked Gates of Hell. I always thought that that was, like, the fucking... It could be because when I was a fucking teenager, Obituary had a song called Gates of Hell and Slowly We Rot, and it just it's a ripper. And, uh, 
that might have been why I rented this fucking movie because I'm like, oh, it's got to be cool. Like the artwork and then warning, do not watch this fucking movie. You will die. Your family will die. Banned in 84 countries. I'm like, fuck, let's do this. <laughs> so um, let's get started with this fucking thing, man. Uh, I wanted to ask you when the first time you seen this movie was. Do you remember? I do not actually know. I remember the first time I saw The Beyond. I don't remember the first time I saw this. <clears throat> well, I'm sure the first time you've seen this movie, it probably fucking grabs you like it grabbed me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, right off rip, the fucking score. I mean, the score... And Frizzy's the- score for this, it's honestly... Uh, it's one of my favorites he's ever done. I would agree. I would agree with that, yeah. Uh, the stringed stuff that they do when the priest fucking hangs himself in the beginning and just that whole sequence, uh, that's going to be with me forever. That That's never leaving me. Yeah. I had no idea who Fulci was, Frizzy was, any of that shit. And that opening five minutes, I was fucking sold. I was like... You know, and then you know to touch on the last episode with the bad dubbing and shit didn't even fucking matter. Movie was fucking fire from start to just right off rip, dude. Dude, absolutely. That scene, fucking um, scene after that where the cops are there, and just that the the effect of the flame going up, and then they were just reverse it, but they add that fucking creepy sound effect over it. Yeah. That hooked me in. I'm like, this movie's going to be fucking bananas, and I already love it. Yeah, well, but before that, the seance, when yeah. Mary starts going into that fucking weird convulsion shit, they're, they're sampling in, like, babies crying and shit. Have you ever noticed that? I noticed, like, the, the odd noises and shit. Yeah, it's just, like, like <clears throat> supposed to be spirits and shit and, like, dead people, but the, you hear, like, infants crying mixed in with a weird like layered track of just it's like what the fuck is going on and then she like dies and then that then that uh fire horrible fire effect i love it <laughs> but it's great yeah it's it's amazing uh so what's up man what do you uh you got some notes man you better i don't really got that many notes on this i didn't really write much down i wrote nothing down on this one because i'm gonna do this one Straight from the seat of my pants, dude. They shoot from the hip. I usually do, and I always miss. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so this, I can't, I, I can, I can say this is my favorite Fulci film. I can say that. I don't think it's the same for you. I'm pretty sure I know what your favorite Fulci movie is. Yeah. But this one is probably going to be mine, and it was the first one I seen. This is definitely up there for mine. Uh, yeah. It's on my. It's, it's probably my top three of what he's done. Top three for me too. And oddly enough, now that I think about it, I don't think Zombies on that list of top three. It's not on mine. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but this one's up there. <laughs> this Zomb- I th- I think zombie, this, zombie would be uh, fourth. Yeah, outside of New York Ripper, this is the one I kind of just think about the most like I'm gonna throw on like a zombie or a Fulci movie it's Mm -hmm. like this well within the last year I've reached for the beyond more more than this one yeah just because I've really fucking watched this one more than any other Fulci movie I think you know I don't know why but I got this I got this VHS maybe five or six years ago and watched it all the fucking time but then I got the beyond on VHS and 
fuck, dude, I fell in love with the Beyond. It's so fucking good, dude. And uh, I just, the Beyond, I, I was giving Gates of Hell a break, pretty much. So, I don't know, man. This would be my favorite, but the Beyond would be second. Ripper would be third, I think. Yeah, pretty much switched Beyond and Ripper, and that's mine. Yeah, which is weird, too, and I'm being honest, because I'm a slasher guy. So yeah. You would, but I really like the Beyond more than Ripper. Not my, not by much. They might even be fucking equal, but I, I would have to put the Beyond a little bit above. Like, you know, if someone put a gun to my head and they're like, you got to choose one, I'd have to probably go with the Beyond over the New York Ripper, but fuck, they're right up there. That's like top tier, man. Um... Yeah, we're we're crushing these. It's, it's an American pilsner. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so aside from okay, so Fulci's always he pretty much makes an appearance in almost all his movies. Mm-hmm. He's made an appearance in this one as the pathologist. Um, I get stoked on this one whenever I see this dude in movies, because I'm a big fan of his movies. Yeah. Um. Michele Sove, I always say his fucking name wrong. Director of Stage Fright, um, Cemetery Man, The Church, is in this movie. He's nice. uh, the the chick who bleeds from the eyes and fucking regurgitates intestines. Yes, it's her boyfriend that she's really? like making out with. Him. Yeah. Oh, he's he. That's him in the fucking really. Yeah, he was actually supposed to play Bob. Well, Fulci decided to go for somebody else and put him. Good call on that because you can't get much fucking creepier than that dude. He's uh, he nails the whole creep factor. Oh yeah, Giovanni uh, Radis. Yeah, Uh, House on the Edge of the Park. Fucking fuck, his list of movies is fucking laundry list, dude. Like House on the Edge of the Park, Cannibal Apocalypse, Cannibal Ferox. Yeah, he's also in Stage Fright. He's also in The Church, The Sect. He's in Body Puzzle. Yeah. Like, that motherfucker was... Yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, you see him pop up quite often, man. Uh, you know what's weird? This is a side This is a side note. I decided to swap out my, my burning VHS uh, clam because it was kind of fucked up. Yeah. With my cemetery, man. I, I was given that movie uh, in a clean white snap case with a cut box around it. And my burning one had a bunch of sticker residue, and it's all fucked up. So just randomly today, I fucking swapped them out. But I'm thinking about, like, watching Cemetery Man tomorrow. I, I haven't Do seen it. it in years, dude. And I still want to own a copy of The Church. I've seen that a few times, and it's pretty fucking good, man. Church is great. Yeah. Which I was o- always under the impression it was Demons 3. Pretty much like the unofficial official Demons 3. There's, like, a bunch of them, but most people look at that as... Demons 3. Yeah. Which I never thought about this before, talking about demons. Uh, and I heard somebody, I can't remember where I heard it, but I heard somebody bring it up that demons was basically um, Bava Argento watching Evil Dead and saying, yeah, we could do that. Oh, shit. Well, hey, that's a... I never thought about it. That then I said that and I started thinking about it. I'm like, it kind of actually makes yeah. I mean, I could get that. Switch a few things up, but overall, it's like the same fucking. Both of them kind of, more more so the first one. 
kind of has that feel that feel yeah yeah just throw in a killer soundtrack on the first one you got a fucking it's demons that's great but yeah this uh this movie's got the uh just the the it, the way it's shot the score i mean there's really no there's no flaws in this movie at all there's one and you know you know where i'm going with that you going at the end? Yeah, I, I'm going with the end of this movie because I'm does it doesn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense to fucking anybody. But it works. And there's like there's like rumors or whatever going around about why it doesn't make sense. One of them being Fulci changed his mind on what he wanted to do at the end. Didn't have time to film what they wanted. Was it coffee got spilt on the ending? I heard that, and one. then they had to like salvage what they could. I heard that one, yeah. I heard that the end fucking sequence on the reel got ruined, and they had to come up with something quick. And that was kind of it. Could be any number of things, but it still isn't a fucking terrible ending. I, I mean, it doesn't make fucking sense. It makes no sense at all. Uh, but that. <laughs> cracking effect is so awesome it's so fucking cool uh kind of reminds me of like a creep show effect okay yeah kind of like what they did with creep show in between like it would be something in between stories of creep show like animation so cool but uh i just always thought like my two favorite top fulci movies are the beyond and the gates of hell and the way the beyond ends is so just legendary and majestic it's dude you're like oh my god and then this one you want it to end like that you know instead you get them coming out of the tomb smiling when they see the kid and then the kid runs over and then all of a sudden there's like screaming yeah she starts freaking the fuck out and then just the cracked glass effect yeah yeah well even okay well even house by the cemetery the one that the way that ends is great too yeah yeah you know, like that whole sigh of relief, credits roll kind of thing, man. You want to get that. You almost get that with Gates of Hell, and then it just doesn't happen. <laughs> You're left with, what the fuck did I... What happened? What what happened? <clears throat> but, yeah. I also don't think I've seen a movie with more people that just appear and disappear. That whole, uh, whole camera trick of just oh, yeah. splicing in the scenes where they're there, and then with scenes they're not there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely not, uh, how do I say this, state-of-the-art looking. <laughs> Almost like the effect with the fire. It's kind of like, you you know what, it's, that's not that good. Just but, play it forward. Yeah, yeah. And then reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just shoot, just shoot that scene with them in it, and then shoot it again without them, and just... We'll splice it. <laughs> run it, yeah. Run it right into. This is where I make magic happen. Yeah. Yeah, I like what you've done here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Father Thomas just appearing in like zombie form. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And just the shit that happens in this movie is why it's my favorite Fulci movie. The squeezing of the fucking head and brains coming out. Dude, that's like all over this fucking film. The grabbing of the back of the head 
and just somehow not only ripping off the hair and scalp, but also the skull. And just, like, brains. <laughs> There's, like, brain. That's fucking amazing. But they don't, like, oversell it. It's just like, yeah, that just happened. It's not like they... There's not, like, these close-ups and th- this is the highlight. Look at these special... No, dude. I think they oversell the, f- the, the, face, the faces of the dead more than that. Yeah. They do some fucking fisheye lens close-ups on, like, some of those fucking, like, zombies. Yeah, which they kind of did that in the Beyond too, with in the in like the morgue or whatever. Yeah, you get a lot of the close-ups of like the fucking you know corpses and shit. But man, it's just like to think that I I can't really think of a movie off the top of my head. I'm sure there's a few that came after this or even maybe before this where there was just an excessive use of entrails, like just guts and fucking. You know, and this is back when they used, like, animal fucking intestines and shit. Yeah, I can't remember what uh, was used for this one. But I know for for the one scene when she's in the car... Yeah. She actually uh, swallowed some of it to be able to regurgitate it back up. And that's when you got some of it coming out of her mouth. And then they switched over to, obviously, the fucking... Fake face. Fake head. Yeah. Just pumping shit through. Well, no, the first scene, it's like a human... It's her... Those are, like, straight up, like, intestines. But it looks like fucking, like... Dude, that had to suck so bad. I remember um, that one movie we filmed at my house. Oh, yeah. And they used a, uh, like, pig intestines for, like, a disemboweling scene. The fucking smell... I could imagine, dude. ...was fucking atrocious. I could imagine how bad that would suck but i have to tell you from experience that i went to a slaughterhouse when i was a kid i probably told that story years ago on this podcast when i was real little it was like take your kid to work day it's a true story my stepdad worked at wolverine packing in detroit uh, fun fact there's a movie called collision course with mr miyagi and jay leno from the 80s that was actually filmed in detroit and wolverine packing is in the movie and i remember that was the fuck cool thing like you know uh <laughs> But no, I went in there and this the smell of just dying and rotting slaughtered animals, dude. I the and these dudes were just working. Like fuck that. Like oh, the yeah. first I'm sure you get I'm sure you get used to it at some point. Oh, they all were. They you know, and I felt like I was gonna puke every three seconds and shit, just from the smell. Yeah. It wasn't even seeing like the shit that I saw. I literally saw cows upside down getting their throat slit in that that first explosion of blood that comes out and then watching like lambs hung by their one fucking paw upside down on a conveyor belt i seen all that shit but it, and it was not cool but the smell dude oh my fucking god man that didn't leave me for fucking years dude i'm like i'll never work here i couldn't there's no way yeah fuck all that <laughs> in the beginning scene of slaughterhouse and the scenes from fucking faces of death I can watch people fucking flip eight times, uh, getting hit head-on on a motorcycle to their death, but animals, not so much. It, it fucks when not. Machinery's turned on, and the conveyor belts start rolling. Not cool. You can hear sounds uh, of death. Good guy. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not vegetarian and shit. I feel fucking so bad, because I don't want to watch that shit. That's fucking terrible, dude. That's so bad. But... 
those were actual intestines used in the gates of hell yeah. that she regurgitated. So I'm guessing for effect for uh, yeah, that, that jolly. My Ozzy Osbourne carnival mirror is like haunted right now. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that just did that, but yeah, that's a great scene though, dude. Puking up, ex, ex, uh, excreting innards. Yeah, yeah. Um. So okay. <clears throat> this movie, as of, I'm, I'm sure it can't be anymore. I think the last I saw was like in oh, 2001. This was banned in Germany. Every fucking release, every cut that they've released to this has been banned in Germany. Really? To this or until? So, uh, the last one I saw was 01. Hmm. But, okay, so they cut it and released it. Try getting it released there under the title A Zombie Hung on the Bell Rope. That got banned in 82. Then they did more cuts and tried re-releasing it as A Dead Body Hung on the Bell Rope. That got banned in 88. <clears throat> and it came back and did another cut, which basically got rid of all of the fucking gore and called it A Corpse Hung on the Bell Rope. And that got banned in 01. Dude, stop using bell rope. They're fucking <laughs> on to you. It's the meme where the guy starts putting clown makeup on, and by the end, it's the corpse in the bell rope, and he's full clown makeup. Well, there's one more cut. When I heard they haven't tried this one. If it ends in bell rope, I'm flipping this table over. <laughs> A cadaver hung on the bell God rope. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. What was that, 90 fucking... Yeah, because Corpse, Corpse Hung on the Bell Rope got banned in 2001, and they said that in preparation of that one getting banned, they did another cut called Cadaver Hung on a Bell Rope. God. <laughs> that almost had to be, like, just for humor with in their group. Ah, fucking slap Cadaver on it. We'll get it. It's like Morgan Freeman and fucking Shawshank. Yeah, I'm up for rejection next week. Giving each other gifts and shit. <laughs> like, call it something else. If you end it in bell rope, what the fuck, dude? You, what the, I don't understand, dude. Uh, yes, I'm rehabilitated. No harm to society here. But, uh, well, that sucks. I'm glad that I actually seen, you know, I started getting into these movies after the Anchor Bays and the shit you know where they were accessible without cuts and like in full and then even past that with not this movie but other movies even extra shit you know later on and shit cool blu-ray releases and shit that's the thing like um like outside of vhs like sometimes you get the vhs and it, it's it's a shit version you, you don't get a good you didn't get a good version until somebody was able to re-release this on DVD and actually get the fucking uncut version prime example The Burning dude stop um Intruder those were the two first two that popped in my head my love for those movies is undying but it's unfortunate that the fucking VHS versions are so cut dude it's like My Bloody Valentine yeah well the first time I seen the uncut version 
it completely ch- that's like top top it, top it, five. Yeah, it changed. Uh, I think I saw it initially uncut, and when I finally saw the cut version, no, it was the other way around because I I didn't really have a, an understanding for why it was hailed like it was, and then I saw the uncut version, and I was like, okay, wow. See, I seen the uncut version of Intruder first. And I never, I didn't even know what that movie was. And was like, this movie fucking rules. And then I, years later, found a copy of on, on VHS. And I'm like, whoa, dude, there's like five whole minutes of like a collection of scenes that made me like this movie that much that aren't even fucking in here, man. And then the raft scene in The Burning is the whole fucking movie, dude. Like, that raft scene needs to be intact, in full intact. But I still watch the, uh, the Intruder and Burning on VHS because, fuck, I've seen the uncut version so many times. I have uh, both versions on DVD uncut if I really want to, whatever. But it sucks, dude. It really does. But uh, I think the Gates, I think the Gate, Gates of Hell wasn't cut, was it? Uh, as, far as far as I don't know, I think that was... 100% uncut. And same thing with Zombie. Uh, I'm trying to think. He didn't have any cut movies, did he? Well, like, the uh, the Seven Doors of Death. Yeah, that alternate release. Which is fucked up, because that goes for more than the Beyond. Yeah. The, that uh, original big box. The thriller big box. Yeah, it's like a cut version of the movie that's super expensive, dude. I got the DVD of the Seven Doors of Death. For like three bucks at disc replay. That was the fucking. That was like the first. Uh, I think that was the first version of the Beyond I saw. Yeah. Was that cheap ass fucking DVD that shows like the melted face with lime on it? Yeah. It's like seven doors of death. You're like fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I think I left that. I think I think I left it at Steph's house. I wonder if she still has that. It's been like fifteen years. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I can't see a fucking real hankering for that movie by <laughs> anyone of her caliber. <laughs> Should hit her up like, hey, I think you have my movie. Yeah. It's in a fucking landfill somewhere. You want it? Get it. <laughs> nah. It was funny, too. I, I went to disc replay before the uh, bullshit pandemic that we're getting over, and I, I found really good movies that time. I went to the Livonia one. And Metal Matt from Wolfhook and mm-hmm. Cold as Life fucking showed up. And just the look on his face when he turned the corner and seen the stack of movies I had, he's like, I might as well just leave this motherfucker right now because I had like nine, I had Bone Sickness, I had fucking Seven Doors of Death, I had the Maniac Tin, I had a bunch of good shit. And he was just like, yeah, so what's up, man? And he's just like looking down. I, I think I gave him one DVD. I'm like, I have doubles of it. I don't know what else is in here. He's like, how long you been here? I'm like, an hour. And then he just kind of like almost was like, I should just get the fuck out of here. But I hadn't seen him in a while, so we were chopping it up and shit, whatever. But The fact you found bone sickness. Yeah. The actual release of it, too. Like, uh, it wasn't a boot. It wasn't a, it was like bone sickness. Yeah, the fucking Morbid Vision. You release. got it. Yeah, I found that. Yeah. It was like six ninety nine, dude. That's killer. Yeah. I got a I got a bootleg of Men Behind the Sun and a and a fucking bone sickness DVD that I need to double feature here soon on an empty stomach, uh, with no plans for a week because I just know that I'm not going to be in the mood for anything after you like 
a double feature like that from what I heard. <laughs> Zach from Shit Life's been telling me about Men Behind the Sun for and Bone Sickness. Both of those movies, he's the one that told me about those. After we showed him Serbian film and he fucking like is obsessed with it now. Yeah, dude, he's like a huge fan of that movie. Yeah, Chris was like, dude, I don't know why. Every time we hang out, we're fucked up. He wants to put that on. Like, that's not party time excellent for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess they were watching it on, like, Mushrooms um, one time. Yeah? It was, yeah, not good. Fucking Zach was like, yeah, dude, was, we were fucking tripping on shrooms. I put on Serbian film, and Chris got all mad and shit. He was all fucking... <laughs> Like, dude, he, th- he thought I was joking, but I really wanted to watch it on Mushrooms. I'm like, dude, I would have left the fucking room. I wouldn't have been hanging out. Like, <laughs> kidding me, dude? <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. God, I remember you used, used to borrow movies, and I used to slide that into your stick. Dude, I fucking flagged your car down. You were, like, halfway down the street, like, hey! You forgot this, and you're just laughing and shit. Like he, I like he let me borrow Serbian film without saying anything, and I'm trusting him because I'm like, you know, we had just become friends and shit or whatever, and he had so many fucking movies. I'm like, all right, let's check it out, dude. And I took it home and watched it, and surprisingly sat through the whole thing. I don't know how the fuck I did that, and then went to give you your movies back when we hung out, and I'm like, dude, never give me another movie like that again. And you laughed and shit. And then at the end of us hanging out, I was ready to go home, and I, you gave me a stack of fucking movies, and that one was not in there, and then somehow behind my back, he slipped it in my bag again, and then <laughs> I get to my house, and I just randomly opened the bag and seen that it was in there, and fucking you went to take off and shit. <laughs> I'm like, get this the fuck out of here, man. I don't even want it in my house. <laughs> Where's that? Good times. Yeah, I think that's the only movie I feel that way about, though. And and at this point, I'd I'd watch it again. It's not even like it's whatever. At that time, I don't think I had ever seen anything of that caliber, and I had seen some fucked up shit at that point, which was like ten years ago. You know, I all the fucking crazy Ilsa movies and like you know, orgy of the fucking Third Reich, all that crazy beast and heat, all that fucking I spit on your grave, but then the Serbian film stepped that shit up like way too much for me, man. So, yeah. I just I love that that movie just talk, just bringing that movie up will piss people off. It will. Every time I'm like on on a page and somebody just even brings that movie up I'm like I need to read these comments because you're going to find somebody who just gets like salty as fuck for no reason just because it got just because this movie got brought up yeah. and you're just going to start going off about it it's like god damn man oh yeah no you're right it's it's uh it's pretty fucking offensive to some people to me it's not it's a fucking movie I look at it like anything else I just don't feel the need to watch it that's the only thing I've seen it I know what happens it's fucked up. I'm not going to, like, stand on a soapbox and fucking point my finger at anyone saying that they're wrong for watching it because... I wrote, that... I wrote a college paper on it. <laughs> awesome. And I remember having to Ugh. talk to my professor beforehand, like, so this is what I want to do this paper on. I can't remember what the fucking, like, what type of paper it was supposed to be, but it fit. Yeah. And she was like, okay. She's like, well... I had to kind of explain to her, and I'm like, I, 
I'm going to need to kind of tiptoe around for like wording. And she's like, if you feel you can do it. I'm like, yeah. I remember like turning in my rough draft like a week later. Her notes on it. She's like, if this is the stuff you were willing to describe to me, the stuff you were very being very vague on, I don't even want to know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, I've seen, like, you know, say low and shit up. I think the mortem was probably the worst before Serbian. There's yeah. some really fucked up, like, but it's, like, kind of real. It's, like, real shit. Really, really fucked up shit. Yeah, see, there's really not a bone in my body that feels that I need to see that. Yeah. yeah. I like the fake shit, kind of like my wrestling. Everyone's like, dude, the UFC fights. I'm like, yeah, I'll wait till Monday, watch the fake shit. <laughs> dude, I remember being younger and my whole thing, like, it was fucking, uh, what the hell is that site? Not Rotten.com? Not Rotten.com. Is it live stream? Not live stream. It's the site that had, like, all the fucking videos that basically were, like, people getting their heads sawn off, like, prisoners of war over in, like, the Middle East, and a dude pulls out a fucking chainsaw and, like, saws the dude's head off. I remember. Like, I I used to, like, find, like, look for, hunt down, like, just fucked up beheadings and shit. Real videos. Yeah. Like, a video of a dude, they had him tied up, and they shoved a fucking, like, knife behind his fucking like through his throat and sawed out like cut through his fucking like trachea and windpipe and whatever god damn just the noise that one fucked me up because of the noises the dude was making Ugh. and I'm like okay that's I like think- the hammer fucking <laughs> the homeless dude with the hammer were those kids fucking like oh the German the yeah two two kids one hammer whatever the fuck that was two I dudes one hammer that's is what it was the called sound yeah. What you're seeing is fucked up, but the sound is like, God damn it, that's fucking terrible, man. Like, they shove a fucking uh, screwdriver in his eye. Yeah, it's so bad, dude. After like, I found, after I watched that, I found articles where they, it kind of timelined it. So there was that video, and then there where they also went to that dude's funeral, and took pictures like flipping off the casket. And then they got arrested, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. I didn't know about the funeral thing until you told me. Like, you know those kids went to his funeral and, like, took pictures flipping off the... I'm like, how fucking sadistic. Yeah. I'm down with evil. Like, fuck yeah. But, like, that's not even cool. Like, fuck you, man. That might have been... Uh, I was going to say that might have been the last really fucked up video I watched when I was, like, really just trying to find fucked up shit. But I think I watched um, the dude... Okay, so you heard? Have you heard about the Netflix documentary? Was it "Don't Fuck with Cats"? Yeah, the dude that that's based off of. I watched that video of him killing that dude, and not the, not him killing the cats, because I don't even. I would never. I, I don't even. Oddly know what enough, that's about. would never fucking watch those videos. I've heard people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, he kills a dude in his bedroom, oh. like with an ice pick. Oh, I, I don't know anything about it. That's crazy. He kills, kills cats though. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. I haven't actually watched the documentary, but he fucking killed. Uh, I think he like kills cats, and people on the internet kind of like start doing their fucking sleuthing to try to figure out who he is and where he lives. And God, that's terrible. Never but, kill cats ever. Yeah, he ended up killing. Um, killed some dude. 
mailed his body parts, to, I think, to schools, God. if I remember correctly. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no good, man. That might have been the last thing I, like, watched. And then I just kind of stopped, I guess, caring. Good. <laughs> I stopped needing that, like, I want to see something really fucked up. Yeah. No, I, uh... Because, shit, dude, me and you were just talking about this, man. I used to put on, like, those death press tapes. Yeah. Spend yeah, I've some seen records and, like, just death press. Like... That was after the yeah, Faces man. of Death. Me and you were doing Faces of Death and spinning record. Like, Faces of Death on the TV or uh, mixtapes of just a collection of scenes from different movies. Oh, yeah. Fucked up scenes. And on mute on the TV, like, just spinning records loud as fuck and drinking beer, which was pretty cool. And I kind of still do that here, but it's not, like, Faces of Death or mixtapes or whatever. Those mixtapes fucked me up at first because it was weird. It's like, okay, so we're jamming Pentagram. I'm fucking drunk. And there's a mixtape of just straight up awesome horror movie kills spliced in with hardcore porn. And it's just flashing like, and you're just like, wow. It's like, it's so glad that it was only beer that I was doing that night. Because if it would have been anything else, I would have felt really fucking weird and like, Jesus. The Horror Church mixtape, the abortion bin mixtape. The abortion bin one I remember was like, God, man. Some of them were fucking so well put together, though. <laughs> yeah, crazy, da- crazy Dave's mixtape. Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I haven't seen a mixtape in years, dude. It's like fucked up gore, like really like gore shit. Yeah, and then just really fucking like some of it off-putting porn. Yeah, like on like like they weren't just showing you like. Some, like, A-list porn star, like, sex scene. It was, like, some fucking weird-ass fucking porn oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, the dude looked like fucking, uh, uh, like, Judge Doom from fucking, uh, you know, Roger Rabbit after he fucking, like, you know, his eyes are spinning and shit. And, like, oh, there's the one. <laughs> is it like the Horror Church? I think it's the Horror Church <clears throat> mixtape. They show a commercial for that old, like, dating game board game from like the 50s oh like, uh who's behind door number whatever yeah date number two and they open up the one door and it's sliced into this fucking like oh, dude bound up hanging from his fucking testicles or some shit yeah. like that uh, margaret show like oh you don't remember that game that was her favorite game it was uh they re they re-released it in the 80s or the 90s and it was like the same game but they like Re-released. Was it Blind Date or some shit yeah, like that? No, it was like, I forget, but it's like, yeah, he's a Mystery Date? Mystery Date, that yeah. was it, yeah. So, like, there's the old wholesome, like, Leave it to Beaver commercial from the fucking, like, black and white and shit, and then, like, that's on there. I'm like, I'm like, there's no volume on the TV. We're jamming records. I'm like, dude, Margaret just, and it's just a dude with his fucking test. I'm like, oh, my fucking God, dude. Like, literally, like, two days before that, she showed me, you don't remember Mystery Date? I'm like, no. I, I remember fucking uh, Mall Madness or whatever that I never played, obviously, or whatever, but. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Uh, we used to do the mixtape thing. That was pretty fucked up. It's but... been a minute since I watched one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Who did I have over? I think I was. Was it Kirby and Emma? 
maybe it was fuck was it Kirby I think it might have been Kirby and Emma and I thought like maybe like like I don't know how they're gonna dig this yeah <laughs> and then I I think I was like hanging out at their place not too long after that and Emma was like yeah you know we come over that was like fucking we watched like another mixtape that shit was fucking it bananas. was it was Kirby and Emma yeah cause I remember <laughs> you were like dude I put it on and I was like eh, and then like a while after that they were like dude we'll, let's fucking do another one of those I'm like <laughs> when I put those on like unless I know like Unless I know the person, it's not like, oh, the fucking, the gore and shit's going to be off-putting them. It's like, this is spliced in with some really fucked up porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good icebreaker. Uh, you know, you have new people come over and shit, you know. My 14-year-old nephew's coming into town in the month. I might pop it on for him. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. I'd stick with the pinball Pete's angle when he gets here instead of the uh, crazy Dave's ensemble of fucking visuals <laughs> so back on track uh, Gates of Hell fucking I feel bad for Bob in this movie I do too it's kind of rough man he gets the uh, the worst lobotomy I think that you could possibly get uh, from an angry dad that just left uh, was it Judy's in I can't remember the name of it I think so Janie's, Judy's. You got Schlitz on tap. Yeah, they do. And yeah, he's just hanging out with his dude and the bartender and comes home and finds Bob with his fucking daughter and that's that's game over with that. But throughout the movie they kind of drop hints on like the whole town hates Bob and they blamed him for like something that I'm guessing he didn't do. Yeah, the whole thing is pin things on Bob Fuck Bob. Because he's the fucking weird dude, right? Yeah. Now, to establish his weirdness, which was genuine, he had a blow-up doll at one point, and he's fucking weird-looking, and he's doing weird things with it. So you're like, he has to be weird, but somewhere you kind of convince yourself that he's not responsible for what they're pinning on him. He's just the person they're dumping everything on, and he ends up getting fucking a drill to the head because of it when legit he was just scared out of his fucking mind because he knew some shit was wrong and he was looking for a place to s- sleep. Yeah. And at that point, he looked like he hadn't slept for days. He had fucking a ghost white face. And like, you know. What the fucking... When the daughter finds him in the car, she's like, oh, if he sees you, he's going to kill you. You want to smoke a joint with me? But you got to leave, like, right after. Yeah. Like, dude, how about if if you're that worried about him, tell him to get the fuck out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that 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 scene. Uh, did I? I gave you that shirt. That yeah, bootleg yeah, yeah. shirt from uh, the. That's a killer shirt, dude. I'd like to get another one of those. That was, uh, you got that from Motor City, yeah? Yeah, they had a lot of the shirts that looked like that. They had a cat in the brain one. They just had that same format, but the Gates of Hell one was cool, mostly because it said the Gates of Hell instead of City of the Living Dead, and it had a cool silhouette of the drill going through Bob's head, and I was like, dude, and it's black and white too. I used to wear it all the time. I think from that same one, I got my Cannibal Holocaust shirt and my Friday the 13th shirt. Yes. I actually seen a throwback picture of you wearing that Friday the 13th shirt with a 40 of King Cobra at my kitchen table from fucking way longer. <laughs> Whoa, what? I don't, even remember, I don't even remember the last time I wore that Friday the 13th shirt. No, this was, from, this was from like 13. That's probably like right after I got it because I think I've only worn that shirt like once or twice. You're, you're sitting right where you are right now on your phone and there's a 40 of King Cobra. We were doing malt liquor that night, and you were wearing that shirt. Shit. 
and that's the only time I think I've ever seen you wear that shirt. Yeah. Which on that topic, I've always wanted to. I do. I kind of need like a Friday the Thirteenth shirt, but I'm way too fucking picky. It's got to be like something that no one else has. I'm not trying to wear like. You know what I mean? I want like a cool like. I don't know, something different. I don't want like a yellow camp counselor shirt. I don't want like. Something like that would be perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just like I don't want to, you know. I'm just picky with that kind of stuff. So one of these days I'll find a fucking really odd, obscure. There's a site that has a that I bought a few shirts from that had a part two shirt, and it's her standing there with the pitchfork, and it's just white ink, oh, and it's yeah. it's, uh, it's the fucking German Swedish release so it says it in foreign language oh sweet like something 13 and it's just like her you got a s- yeah you got a sleepaway camp one like that I have the f- French, French. Yeah, I think yeah. French sleepaway camp shirt you haven't worn that fucking forever it's been a minute yeah yeah but yeah dude um, so yeah fucking yeah this movie's great dude I'm sure you guys have all have seen it I hope you have I, if you haven't seen this movie yet, shame on you. Yeah, I mean it's uh the f- the first installment to what would go on to be his fucking Gates of Hell trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, people might know this, might not know this. The uh, trilogy was the Beyond and this House the Beyond the and House House by the Cemetery. Yeah. I always, you know, that at first that always confused me because of the whole zombie theme. I always thought Zombie Two was part of that. Yeah, and then someone was like, "No, it's it's House by the Cemetery." Is is the is the other one, and then it made sense. So yeah, and th- those are like, it makes more sense. I wouldn't say it makes sense. It just it makes more sense. Yeah, true. But you know what's fucked up is like the whole like Gates being favorite fucking house by the cemetery like how do i how how is that number five on any list <laughs> that's a fucking awesome movie dude there's a bob in that one too yeah and steve I met him yeah you did that panel was sick yeah fuck that they were all pretty much like yeah this was a throwaway movie for us and then we didn't care we make like good money now mm. and we, we we were surprised that we, people care about this movie yeah yeah, House by the Cemetery is great, man. Remember the man where somebody asked him, like, did you, what was your reaction when you found out you were dubbed by a a girl? Bob? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I didn't even fucking know. I don't care. Whatever. He was like seven. I wish I still had my, I think it was on my old phone. I horrible with taking pictures and not saving them or printing them or anything. But I had a few pictures from like that panel. It wasn't like Ted White. Yep, that was also that that one. It was like the CJ Graham too. The Killers panel. Like two, two or three of the dudes that played Jason. Yeah, fucking homeboy who played Leatherface. Gunnar Hansen. Nope, not Gunnar Hansen. Uh, one of the other ones. If I remember correctly, yeah, it wasn't Gunnar. Maybe the guy from two. Ted White though is uh it was almost insulting. That kind of like 
So we're in the panel, and you've, you've I think, we were at a convention with Ted Way before, right? No. No? And he's now passed. And yeah. I never got to meet Ted White. And he's well, because he was never like, he was just like a stunt dude. He was never into horror. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just a job. So, and he, you could kind of tell he looked at horror fans the same way most people not into horror look at people who are really into horror. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the end of the fucking panel, he's like, you know, just don't worry about what people say about you. Just keep, you love what you love. And you could tell, like, the way he was saying it to everybody in the room was almost like, like the speech you would give to, like, the fucking outcast nerdy kids at school to try to build them up. Yeah, I mean, but he was fucking old as dirt at that point. <laughs> it was just kind of like, he was fucking really, dude. Yeah, I mean, he also wanted to fucking spank Corey Feldman. I just wanted to bend him over my knee and gave him a spank, and he was just a devil of a child. <laughs> this just came in from Teflon. It's uh, gonna roll of quarters. Yeah, let's. Well, USDA uh, American beef right there. I, I would imagine that's the raft, right? He sent that to you before. Yeah, it's um, that's it's Kevin. Show too. No, it's Kevin Bacon. Friday the Thirteenth one. Yeah. And the whole joke was how his fucking like package looks like a roll of quarters. quarters fucking like there's no there's nothing. Like what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Good he sent stuff. that before. He yeah. sent that before. I sent him one. <laughs> I sent him that picture. Oh, I got it too. Six or seven times in a row, and each one was more zoomed in than the next. Wait, should this tough on? Was that Dave? Nobody. Do you not have people's numbers saved? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's Teflon. Oh, it is Teflon. Sorry, Teflon, if you're listening. Dude, save friends' numbers, man. Yeah, I know. Well, I finally, after about four years, I got Dave Whipler saved. We're working on about five with Teflon, and it's still just a 618 hard 741. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, and then I, I never take the time out to save it, and I just it, I spend three minutes putting two and two together. Like, well, it's either Will. And I finally fucking saved him. Teflon's the only one. So now my system... Uh, my dentist system is uh, to derail the fact that I don't know who it is. Entertain the fact that I know who it is. <laughs> no, uh, I'll save you, Tef. I'm sorry, dude. But yeah, Kevin Bacon's uh, package does look like a roll of quarters. Yeah. It does. It really does. Very strange. It's an odd... It's an odd shape. It gives an, it gives an odd silhouette. Yeah, there's a, some strange uh, dimensions and curvatures in there. It's maybe the way the light's hitting it. Could be. Uh, it's Could be the material uh, of those spandex. I don't know. <laughs> bluish hue. Maybe it's pushing one way, which makes it look like it's a fucking nub. Dude, Teflon would not let that go. I said bluish hue once, and the whole night he's like, yeah, it's kind of got like a wonderful bluish hue to it. And I remember Jamie was like, dude, you know, that's the thing now. He's not going to shut the fuck up about the bluish you. I'm like, I hope not. What a wonderful combination of words. (laughs) (laughs) The light dancing off of just right. (laughs) 
swollen. <laughs> two for one special. <laughs> the juice running down my chin. Plums. Two plums for one. Take him to market. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. So at this point, we're just gonna say that that is what we have on City Living. <laughs> yeah, that's your Gates of Hell official uh, episode. Was it worth revisiting? I don't know. Maybe. We're going to go with yeah. I, I'll go with yeah. I'm going to say that we probably tripled the time we talked about it on the last episode. <laughs> yeah, it was weird because we started with that, and that was the headline of the episode, but like we talked about the New York Ripper, I think, if I remember. we Neither one of us have went back to listen to that I episode. read the description that I wrote for it, and I'm like, my description makes me think we don't really talk about the movie much, but no. I needed to have something for a title. <laughs> yeah. So... There you go. Gates of Hell, City of the Living Dead, 1980. Fulci, director. Frizzy. Score. One of his best. Chef kiss of a fucking score. Absolutely. Christopher George, the man. Catherine, or Catrion. Catrion. McCall. Mm-hmm. She's been in everything under the sun. Michele Suave. That's uh, how... Suave? Yeah. He's been Stage in everything. Right? He's... Yeah, he's been in fucking everything. He looks like uh, himself and everything. I'm trying to think of the guy that looks like Sting from Stage Fright. Sting from The Police. Isn't that um, the dude who plays Bob? Isn't that Giovanni? Does he look... No, there's a different guy that looks like Sting, right? Or no, is that him? No, because he looks like... He looks like himself in Stage Fright. There's another guy that looks like fucking Sting. Is it the director? The dickhead director guy? Oh, black hair. Yeah. Kind of slick back. No, no, he had... He had blonde hair, didn't he? He was oh, wearing, like, the white blouse shirt, like the Scott Stat boy, and he was kind of a dick and looked like Sting around the Synchronicity 2 uh, album. <laughs> All right. Okay, so. you kind of got me long. But I'm, <laughs> the only one I'm thinking of that was, like, blonde is, like, Giovanni uh, Rodasi. Uh, you could be right. You could be right. Um, but there's like... Because Suave directed Stage Fright. He's not in it. Michelle Suave. If... Nicole Su- Suave? Yeah. Well, he's... Oh. Well, the young cop was meet Michelle Suave, a dude. Oh, he... uh, he um, In Stage Fright? He, okay, yeah, he did. Never mind, I forgot he did do the role of, uh, yeah, small. Yeah, but he directed it, too. I just want to see if this is the guy here. Uh, that dude. Oh, Robert Gilgrove? Yeah. I'll take that stage right I mean, he looked just like fucking Sting in that movie. Big time. I know who you're talking about, the guy with the the black hair. The director? Right there. <laughs> yeah, he actually does. Doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Every time, dude. Every time. I'm like, that's fucking Sting. Like... 
knocking down candles they're wrapped around your finger video you know what I mean <laughs> uh, so yeah okay Gates of Hell uh, excellent movie all star cast for that uh, niche of the world in cinema and we're going to move on to what have you been listening to I only wrote down one thing okay because I mean everything else is the gloom was still there Gloom was there when I needed him. Mm-hmm. Archagathis provides. You've been, yeah, you've been in that wheelhouse for, and you're probably going to be there for the next five episodes. Well, I just, I just took Gloom out of my car and put in Archagathis. <laughs> ah. So that's going to be spinning for a while. Yeah. Uh, but what I wrote down, shit fucker. Excellent. I've been. Going heavy on the fucking suck cocks in hell, sucking the the Leo cock in hell album. Uh, Inferno. I don't know. How, is that <laughs> suck, suck on the cock Inferno? Somebody translates sucks cocks in hell in Latin. <laughs> it's Google the translate. Diablo L. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I don't know, but yeah, fucking album rules. This dude I know named Jared. Text me at two in the morning, eating a snack. He's been working on shit for hours, like work-related stuff, and he finally was done with it at like two in the morning and shit. And like, he sends me. I'm like nodding off. I'm just ready for bed. It's two in the morning, dude. I was ready for bed, and now I'm eating a snack, and I put this on, and I want to throw my house through my basement window, and I'm like. Let's click this link and see what's got his fucking uh, goat right now. It's shit fucker. Absolutely, dude. Like, excellent choice. And uh, reminds me of why that band is so fucking great, man. I actually had a listener of the show ask me who the intro... And he said it sounded like Gizm. I mean, good good call on saying it sounded like Gizm. And I said, no. I said, that's shit fucker. Detroit band. You should definitely... Uh, dig into them. I don't know if they did or not, but hopefully they did because I'm sure they did. It's all worthwhile. I mean take Gizm, take broken bones, take like shit lickers, just kind of mend that shit together. And you have shit there's it, it, you got fucking shit fucker. Yeah. And if you go way back on them, you just have super raw D beat band which is amazing yeah um and then as they go on they kind of became their own thing which basically takes a lot of like influences from like japanese punk and shit which is fucking great fucking sex with dead body their last one is i think that's my stellar favorite but i I think it's because it's more accustomed to something i i don't know I, i i don't dislike I like Sucks Cox and Hell, but I did hear some of their earlier stuff, and that's definitely some like raw punk D beat stuff, and it's it's awesome. But the I would be more like that new that last album and Sucks Cox and Hell is so fucking good to me, dude. There's like uh, the split seven they did with Abigail, the split with Midnight. I always forget about that. They have a couple EPs. They did a split with fucking Midnight, dude, and that's. I told you about it, and you're like, "Oh, you didn't know that." I was like, fucking shit, fucker did a split with Midnight. And it was like right after I seen Midnight with, uh, like, Abbott and... Yeah, and Devil shit. Master. Devil Master, yeah. 
So I was trying to get into, like, I was like, dude, I'm going to get into some fucking Midnight. Chris from Shitfuckers like, dude, black and roll, man. Fucking Midnight rules. I was like, you like Midnight? This doesn't seem like it'd be your thing. Oh, I fucking love Midnight. I was like, all right. So I was like trying to get into fucking like, you know, check those dudes out. And then I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> Shitfucker did a split with Midnight. And then I listened to it. I'm like, this might be my favorite shit that they've done. But that was before Sex with a Dead Body came out. Yeah, Sex with a Dead Body came out. And far as I know, I think they have other recordings just waiting to release or trying to get them released. It was supposed to be another split with, uh, I can't remember the band. Band from Portland, I think. Hopefully they see the light of day. But I know uh, Dix lives in Philly now. He's doing that band, uh, Spider. Yeah. With, uh, I can't remember his name, but it's uh, one of the guitarists from Devil Master. Yeah. And the drummer from Dis John. You got that. Their demo? Yeah. Yeah. I remember you were waiting on that. Straight fire. Oh, uh, yeah. You said it was good. Oh, yeah. But I, I keep meaning to put it on when you're over, and I just keep forgetting. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely want to check it out. I like everything Dick's done, and then just the fact that, you know, one of the members from Double Masters in there, too, because I love that band, too. But, yeah, definitely. Check it out. I didn't. I wrote nothing down for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Working off memory, baby. Nothing has changed since the last episode, dude. Music-wise. Uh, except for one. And that would be the new Dark Throne, which I had already mentioned. But the actual album has officially came out. So I've been jamming a fuck ton of that. So I highly recommend checking out the new Dark Throne album, Eternal Hails. It is amazing. It's fucking really good. I only listened to like that one track off of it. That's the kind of like the one they released to promote. And that might be one of the best ones on there. There's only four tracks on there and in like an intro kind of thing. But yeah, they uh, outdid themselves on that. And then I've been jamming a little bit of their other stuff too. Just kind of dicking around. You know, The Cult is Alive, F.O.A.D., some of their older albums from the mid-2000s and shit. I mean, I always knew about the 90s black metal stuff, but getting into their, like, crustier stuff that they did, it changed a few times. The new one's kind of like a traditional doom nod to, like, Candle Mass and Trouble and shit. They seem to fucking kind of change up the shit. Yeah, he pulls influence from, uh, well, they both do. There's only two members now. But yeah, he, uh, Fenry's pulls influence from a lot of stuff, and he's not afraid to be like, you know what, I'm going to fucking put out a Doom record, and it's not going to be a shitty Doom record, it's going to be straight up respecting, you know, the good 80s birth of Doom, so. Yeah, it kind of has a, um, a little bit of a Celtic Frost going on there. That was one of his favorites, also, um, can't, like, Candle Mass and uh, Trouble, Solitude Eternus. He liked all that stuff. Pentagram. Dude, speaking of Trouble. Bathory. Yeah. You've been jamming a fuck ton of Trouble. Every day. You've been sending me shit from Trouble that I didn't know existed. Yeah, I've been... Like, well, I didn't, that's not a band I really delve into, so I only know, like, was it Ezekiel... Whatever the fuck that album's called? Oh, Psalm 9? 
There it is, Psalm nine. I think it was something Bible related. That's the well, you're, you're, yeah. You're sending me shit from like. This came out before fucking years Metallica. Before. Yeah, and it has like the straight ride the lightning tone, here in like leads that would have been like Kurt Hammett fucking like melodies that he did on like Kill 'Em All, before before like straight new album like yeah, it, it's it literally blew my mind listening to that dude. They they were pioneers that I don't think I it, they they have the curse that Anvil had. Now I'm not a big Anvil fan, but. We've all seen the doc, I'm sure, or heard about it. That band was like, like eons past the bands they were touring with, but all the bands they were touring with got all the fucking fame and fortune and shit, and Anvil just was scraping fucking for peanuts in clubs for like fucking 30 years until someone was like, dude, you guys need to, I'm going to do a movie on you, and people are going to like know who the fuck you are. It's just bad, bad luck. Yeah, his promoters fucking him over whatever okay so Trouble I sent you a video and it was from a TV station in 82 Mm -hmm. and these dudes are like they're young as fuck and this is pre-Kill Em All pre-Show No Mercy kind of Show No Mercy came out the same year but like who the fuck knew who Slayer there was no Slayer at the time this band sounds like all the bands like they I almost feel like Trouble got ripped off over a hundred times and the bands that ripped them off are well-known bands now. Yeah. That, that fucking guitar tone for 82 is unbelievable, dude. And uh, the, the songs are just great, man. It's like New Abba meets Doom Metal before anyone knew who Doom Metal was. All they were trying to do was, like, we love Sabbath, but we also like Diamond Head, which was a new band. And we love Priest, but we want our guitars to sound heavier. And then after that, the Kill em All, the, the distortion on the first two Metallica records is fuck, just like a buzzsaw, dude. But yeah. Trouble had that. And they were kind of a chuggy band, but it wasn't like heavy, like. It was New Album chuggy. It had that, like, crunch, that, like, oh, it's so good. Anyway, I'm rambling on. I sent you a thing. I, you liked it. I was hoping you did. Yeah, yeah, I dug it. It was before <clears throat> The Skull, which was their first album, 84. So these songs made it to The Skull. And this was just them, like, hey, uh, we're going to do this radio show. And then some chick, like, awkwardly interviews them in between songs and shit and uh very very cool so yeah i've been jamming like the first four trouble and a lot of candle mass i found a, a live candle mass concert full concert from sweden in 1990 and it's absolutely fucking great it's like holy shit man good stuff and good quality it's you know for 1990 it's cool to see a doom metal band in 1990 have the wall of hair in the front row, but in Sweden they're <laughs> just a different breed, right? It's just like you're—you think you're looking at a Ride the Lightning fucking live set from '85. <laughs> it's just dude, it's just hair. The first three rows back, and it's like not fast music. <laughs> yeah, like all right, man, like fucking awesome. So I—that's—I've been jamming the same shit I mentioned on the last one. Except that new uh, Dark Throne dropped since we did the, and I've been jamming that. So, oh yeah, that's it, man. Uh, Music-wise, it's I haven't changed anything up. But what have you been watching, bud? I know, I know you've been doing some hardcore SOV shit, dude. Oh yeah, 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 a little bit, a little bit. Honestly, now I'm looking at this. Every movie I have listed is an SOV movie. <laughs> I kind of assumed that. Uh, that's awesome. And I don't actually remember the years for a lot of these. But it's not a big deal. You can just look them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shrek. 
not the Disney movie. I hope not. Yeah. No, no. Add a C before the K, and that'd be this one. Um, <clears throat> SOV fucking dudes do a fucking like seance kind of thing to bring back like the ghost of like the summon like the ghost of this Nazi Max Shrek which was Nosferatu yeah that's where they got the name from they're trying to resurrect the guy that played Nosferatu no, they just named the dude who's oh. the Nazi in this movie, Max Shrek. <laughs> they named the Nazi Max Sh- Okay, I need to see this fucking movie. <laughs> awesome. Um, it's why SOV rules, because they just don't have any rules. <laughs> it's like, no, they blur the lines hard. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like fucking, I made, those, I made that post today. For uh, violent shit, and the dude was like, "Yeah, I just love how they're just jamming fucking wasp in the car. You know they didn't pay royalties for that shit. Oh yeah, just jamming wasp <laughs> with, like a wild child, just blasting and shit. Yeah, they, no one will notice. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Um, Gold. Camp Blood. Really fucking solid done movie. Um, like I think acting wise, and even like the editing and cut and the way it's shot is actually really fucking solid. I think they've made. Fuck, how many fucking money did they make? They made fucking seven, eight Camp Bloods. Camp Bloods. Yeah, there's a... You know, I always wanted to check them out. There's Some of them are on Tubi. Yeah. Well, I know you can find the first... I know you can find the first one, at least, on uh, YouTube. Okay. There's, like, like you always I'm, watch that fucking Slasher channel. Sla- yeah. Uh, there's a uh, one that's all SOB films. Tubi's got, like, Camp... Like, I'm, I'm being serious. Camp Blood 8 or 9. Yeah, they made a fucking dumb amount of these fucking movies. And I'm like, is it a joke that they're just putting nine? There's actually nine of them, though, apparently. Mm, there's a bunch, yeah. I thought it was just they like... They made a lot of Camp Bloods. You know, like, some movies would just put a number after it, and it's the only one of it made just as a, like, fuck you, like, yeah. uh, the Destroyer 2. Okay, where's the first one? There isn't. <laughs> one. <laughs> so, fuck, man. Those are good, though, the Camp Blood ones? Um, I honestly haven't seen any of the sequels, but the first one, I think, is pretty solid. Okay. Um... Let's see, Rot, uh, Rot, which is, I think this one came out in, like, 99. Um, uh, it's kind of like a punk movie. This punk dude's, like, girlfriend fucks some corpse. Holy shit. And gets a, gets a disease called the Rot. Holy fuck. I wonder <laughs> that band named their band at the tape I gave you. Oh, no, no, they didn't have this. Rot was around Yeah, longer. yeah, yeah. But yeah, this movie, Rot's pretty sweet. So, like, the Rot. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, like, scientist finds out what the chick's doing, like, was doing. He's like, yeah, you always come here and fucking taking pictures with the dead bodies and do this, that, that. Sometimes you do more with the dead bodies. <laughs> and that's when he explains to her, like, yeah, I created this virus, like the Rot, and you got it. That's amazing. Now I can see how it spreads. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Um, and then, uh, Black Past. Fucking Olaf Hittenbox, fucking, I think it's his very first movie. Duty to Burning Moon. Yeah. Burning Moon's great. Yeah, Black Past is fucking amazing. That was before? Yeah, it was, uh, the movie he did before Burning Moon. Yeah, Burning Moon is awesome. Uh, I'll have to check that out. I wonder if that's on, uh, 
YouTube or something. It is on YouTube. Is it? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. I wonder if there's an SOB channel like there is the Jallo. There is. Awesome. Okay. Well, just give me like a... There's a... Uh, I don't know. If you just type SOV Horror, you'll find the channel. I think it's actually called SOV Horror. Okay. I know that Jala one had some bangers on there. I was into that for a minute, then I fell off because slashers happen. <laughs> I've been doing that, but... No, that Jala channel is fucking killer. It is. I found some good ones on there. Um, but you told me about some of the ones ahead of time. I just watched them on YouTube, like fucking... Death... Death um, carries a cane. Death carries a cane. It's so good, dude. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, that movie's great. Yeah, that 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 one and uh, a couple other ones. The one where the fucking uh, claw machine picks up the dude by the head. Oh that? fuck! Well, I can't remember the name of that That's movie. That's a fucking good one. I mean, it's a great. Uh, my dear killer. Yeah, my dear killer. <laughs> yep. I got a copy of Next Victim. Um. Yeah, you which me that, is dude. the strange vice killer. of Mrs. Ward. Never seen that slip, dude. It was so cheap. I'm, I'm, seriously. I'm glad. I'd rather have the fucking cool like Jallo cover, but I'm not that into Jallo. But I know that that movie's fucking amazing. I, I still want Girl in Room Two A. That and Death Carries a Cane. Those two are just right at the top of the, not the known ones like Plumage and shit. Yeah. Of just like, yeah, good stuff, man. But uh. Yeah, I'll start jamming some fucking SOVs because uh, the Max Shrek Nazi one sounds fucking awesome. Uh, that's just, you blew my fucking mind with it. Jeez. But, uh, yeah, I just, slashers, man. Jared's summer's for SOV, my summer's for slashers. But I, I got to be honest, I've watched uh, the ones that I've posted, I've watched. I've actually watched them the day that I posted them. But I've also watched Sorority House Massacre 2, Nighty Nightmare. And uh, you're right. There's no explanation for the connection to Slumber Party Massacre. It's a fucking mess. I thought I had one, and I just completely misunderstood. I actually watched the fucking movie and was like, that fuck you that makes no sense why is uh thorn in the fucking like what no yeah it just it, it the movie's it, not bad it's just that aspect of it is bananas it makes no fucking sense and now i'm on the hunt for hard to die it's like they wanted to make a movie that was more like slumber party massacre so they just decided to like just take the story i don't get <laughs> like, it there's no real connection at all. Ever. No. Like there's nothing. There's no there's no rhyme or reason why. Just all of a sudden, hey, Sorority House Massacre 2's talking about the backstory of being like Slumber Party Massacre with footage from Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah. But the but but they're using the killer from Slumber Party Massacre and giving him a different name and then Orville Ketchum and then there's what's the uh the next door neighbor creepy guy in the flannel telling the story I was here that night yeah okay he just appeared so they're telling the story of this guy but they're using clips from Slumber Party Massacre as the visual while he's telling the story and it makes no fucking sense it's like okay no man <laughs> good movie though Sorority House Massacre 2 is good and Hard to Die is even more bananas than that one. I mean, they really pushed the envelope on the third one, but that fucking tape is way too expensive. 
So fuck, I'm probably never gonna own that, but definitely did that one. I definitely did the Prey, um, which is not that good of a movie, but it's not the last ten. There's one good kill, and then the last nature shots. Yeah, it's mostly nature shots. A lot of ants just kind of walking and caterpillars and shit. Uh, the last ten minutes is the best because the killer is revealed, and then there's one kill, one kill that me and you both were like, oh, the guy smacks the tree when he's like um, rock climbing. Oh yeah, yeah, and then he gets turned completely backwards. Like you think you're looking at a dead body, but really it's a face down body with its head turned up. So when you're looking, you think it's a guy laying on his back, but it's really his ass. <laughs> you know, because it's an old movie, and you're like, you just think, oh, jeans and a flannel and a guy, and you're like, wait a minute, that's his fucking ass in the back of his flannel, but he's facing upwards, so his head got twisted around, and it's like, kind of cool, whatever. <laughs> did that one. I did uh fucking, you guys follow me on IG, you know that I did uh The Burning. I did uh Killer Party. I uh, love that movie. Fucking great, man. Uh, a couple nice other time of our lives. White sister. <laughs> Fucking jam, dude. Uh, a couple other ones, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah. It's slashers mostly. I think that's about it. Yeah, and then one of these days I'm going to do the 1 through 5 Nightmare on Elm Street banger. Probably just fucking around. Or 6. I will do the 6th one. Yeah? I, I have it now, and... Slasher Dave convinced me, and who can't enjoy a little bit of Goo Goo Dolls from 91, right? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, uh, let some people know, Slasher Dave did a live stream the other day, and he was just telling a story about when he met the Goo Goo Dolls. You could just see the joy in this guy's face, like... He fucking loves the Goo Goo Dolls, man. He does. He He really, really does, man. And uh, he was uh, he was going on a rant about the new Halloween Kills trailer. People were asking him like, "How do you feel about it?" Blah, blah, blah. And he's not very thrilled, obviously. And then he, you know, it was a good live stream. He's just dicking around like, "Dude, I like Halloween movies not for Michael Myers and not for kills. I like it for the actual atmosphere of the holiday of Halloween. The the decorations and the fall autumn look. Yeah, he's like, dude." What matters to me the most is the beginning of Halloween 4. It's one of the better... Honestly, it's one of the best openings in terms of that feel of Halloween. In the Midwest. 100%. 100%. you got to grow up in the Midwest to understand why that looks so cool and it hits home. I don't think people get the same thing that have never left Cali. Yeah, no. No. I mean, there's like dying leaves, wind blowing... Grass that hasn't been cut in a while, because why cut it? Winter's coming. Falls. There's leaves. Like, dude, it's just, you know what I mean? And then, like, scarecrows and fucking Halloween decorations and shit. It's great. It's amazing. On an overcast day? Fuck. Give me that all day. Fucking, um... What is it? Witching season. Try capturing that. Someone mentioned that, too, and he said that was 100% the inspiration to... It's... Well, it's also 100% noticeable. Mm Mm-hmm. If you know the opening to part four, watching the witching season, you're like, okay, I know exactly what they're doing. The I know what they were the going font for. Yeah. Is orange Halloween four five. 
Which is cool. Absolutely. All day. So, oh, do you remember a while ago I meant to ask you, um, as, as we're probably boring the fuck out of these people listening to us, we were talking about all those movies that came out in the 80s, the uh, Ghoulies, the Critters, the Munchies. Yeah. You know which one I was fucking couldn't think of? Was no. Chubbies. Chubbies. Which Dave was involved in that, wasn't he? Ch- was he involved in Chubbies? He did the sound, the score for it, I thought. Or something. Or did a song for it. Did he do Chubbies is a newer movie, but yeah. it was made to, like... It was made to, like, yeah, it was like a throwback. Fit in with, like, a throwback, yeah. But, yeah, he did, uh... Was I, it Chubbies? Yeah. There was one, I think there was one that I always mm. confused with that one. Oh, Cooties. It was Chubbies, the one that he did, yeah. He did Chubbies, yeah. Cooties was the one I used to see. I'm he like, did the song Chubby Chaser uh, on one of his records that was, like, around <laughs> that time. <laughs> Chubby Chaser, but it was from Chubbies. It was, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking killer, man. So yeah, that live stream was fire, man. He was uh and then he's like on he's like doing the Instagram thing and then like he's listening to the Nightmare on Elm Street four soundtrack, but also had his keyboard to the left of him and played the Vestron VHS intro and it doing all three things at the same time, mind you. It was pretty impressive. So that was the thing that happened the other day, it was pretty cool. Hopefully, uh I can hang out with that guy one of these days. Now that shit don't suck as bad. Shit's starting to fucking calm down. So glad, man. Starting to see people being more active. Shows coming around, kind of. So. Alright, well, yeah, man. That's, uh... I got nothing else to add. I don't either. So I just completely did an entire episode with no notes and no prep. (laughs) <laughs> and we did not even let you guys know ahead of time we were going to do this episode. So by the time you hear this, we'll be working on the next one. So, all right, man. We work on the next one. We we plan the next one like four days before we do the next one. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes we actually like, it's like, oh, well, you know what, dude? And sometimes like on Wednesday or like, you know, so Friday. This one was like last night. <laughs> Almost midnight. Like, yeah, so episode tomorrow? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Sometimes uh, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, man. And fucking, uh, I'm just going to leave you with check out the new Dark Throne album. It's fucking amazing. That's all I got for you. Yep. I got nothing either other than, uh, I don't know, hit us up, buy some stuff. Yeah, please buy some stuff. We just restock stuff. That's why I'm saying buy some stuff. So if anybody wanted uh, a shirt that we sold out of, recheck that store. Yeah, I got a whole stack of beer cruises. Oh, yeah, we also got those. We still yeah, We actually do have beer cruises left. We got like 12. Well, I, got, like, you got, I got a box still. Yeah. At least most of that box, I think. Yeah, so we got kind of cram stuff in there. You take them out and kind of start explaining. Guys, so listen, man. Yeah. People don't might not even know who we are or what we do. It doesn't. They don't know what poor, what cheap, what keep is. Okay, they're stocking stuffers. Fuck it, it keeps your beautiful. Turn it inside out if you don't like what it says on the outside. Anyway, no. <laughs> yeah. So buy some shit, and uh, we'll see you next time. Man. All right, guys. See ya. Later.